Bonjour, hola, como estas? Greetings, a good thing. It's your two favorite hosts, Frida and Jenna, here on the It's a Look podcast. This time, this week, what are we recapping? The Afrotech Conference, hosted in San Francisco at the Palace of Fine Arts. Were you there? Did you see us? If you didn't, here's what happened. Afrotech. So unexpected. So unexpected. I find as a person who's attended since year one, since it was 650 people packed into Bespoke at the Westfield Mall in San Francisco, I knew that there was something there. I knew that there was an energy, a fire that I had never felt before around other black people, other smart black people, other black people who are head to the money. Now everybody mad. Afrotech. For all of its parties, its sessions, for the early morning, for the chaos, for the overwhelm that you felt as you walked into the space and said, wow, I've never seen this much melanin and magic in one building. Afrotech for its techies, but really just for black people who are changing their lives and changing the lives of people around them through innovation, creativity, through fashion, through apps, through technology, through being in spaces and corporations that we never thought we would have seats in. Afrotech 2018, you were a gift. And it was like I came back to the real world and I was like, okay, life is changing. Something's in the water. And I'm ready for you. Hey, how are y'all? Hi. Great to see you. You too. Hi, good to see you. You too, you too. So yeah, I just like, I guess I just came to the smoky doors. We wafted into Afrotech with looks, of course. Uh... There was at the time a uh, wildfire incident, and so, yes, it was smoky outside, but arguably we were the hottest things walking up in that bitch. Hot like fire. Ha, I'ma make it hot like... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> hot like fire. But on a serious note, upon arriving to Afrotech, to paint the picture for those of you who are not fortunate enough to attend, it was a sea of blackness. Strength, camaraderie, community. There were an abundance of opportunities to meet new employers. Um, So many different sponsors. It was incredible to see the amount of businesses that were buying into supporting black entrepreneurs, black engineers, black individuals looking to move in this space. And immediately I was like, yeah. I'm supposed to be here. I'm one of the people who's supposed to be here. And on top of that, to be surrounded by old friends to run into, but also so many new people that I've just never seen. You probably bought a ticket for Afrotech if you uh, were looking for a co-founder, looking for a fiancé, <laughs> looking for a new best friend, looking for someone to invest in your business. And the crazy thing about it is you can meet all those motherfuckers at Afrotech. Like the people... We're in there. 
4,000 black people, 4,000 people of color, 4,000 people moving towards the money. And if you're not moving towards the money, you're moving towards the innovation. And if you're not moving towards the innovation, you're moving towards humanity. And it's like, damn, we going to take over this sector real quick. Smooth, like we did basketball. I went to Afrotech to be mixy. <laughs> to find a man. <laughs> like, I was, de- I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> Frida went to Afrotech, quote, to rub on butts. Yeah, I went there. To, I was going on there to rub on butts. Just romantically, professionally, that's how I move. I'm a people person. I love people. I was like, oh, we've got 4,000 people. Oh, we're going to meet somebody. I said to myself, I need to make one meaningful relationship, one relationship that will last at least for the next five, 10 years, one relationship that will change my trajectory in life, one relationship that will change my understanding of my purpose, one person. And I met that person. I believe I met that person. This isn't even on a romantic tip. I just met someone who I know upon first conversation, valuable person, need to have them in my life, will expose me and change my way of thinking and understanding. And the best thing about that person is they're black. What does Beyonce and Jay-Z say? They say, um... What's better than one millionaire, too? Especially if they're the same hue as you. And everybody at Afrotech, different hues of the same shade. Black. Black, blackity, black, 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 black. <laughs> and we all get into the money. 4,000 pe- 4, black people could be millionaires, billionaires. And one thing we learned throughout the evening was... There's enough of us to support each other's businesses, and small teams can make big money. The pitch competition, they're asking for big money. They're, they're, they're making some money in comparison to what, maybe what they're looking for, maybe not enough right now. But they're making money, and they're asking for big money. And who's going to give it to them? Us. We're the venture capitalists. Right. (laughs) Like we are people who could be venture capitalists. We are people who could be investors. We are people who could be co-founders and founders and get this money. And I, I was told I could be a, um, a, a lawyer, <laughs> an engineer, and a doctor. I wasn't told I could be an entrepreneur. I wasn't told that I could be um, a venture capitalist. Like, talking to Arlen, Arlen, I didn't even know people like Arlen could exist when I was younger. Hmm. What? What do you do? You What? How much money are you giving out? Hmm. Huh? You got your own? Come on. What do you do? Who are you? Can I rub your hand? Let me rub your butt. <laughs> Let me rub your booty. Wow, I just remember being so starstruck. I was starstruck this time. But who? Arlen. Mm. I saw Arlen, and I had no words for her. Mm. I had no words to say to her. How, how did you pull up on her? How did you pull up on Arlen? Because she's not one easy to pull up on. No, not at all. <laughs> not easy at all. So I was talking to my friend Queens about Arlen, and I was like, she was just on the front of Fast Company. So we were going to go up to her and be like, ooh, like, see you in person, not just on the front of a magazine. Mm, mm-hmm. You in here in the flesh. Mm. And then it was like, okay, after you say that, then what are you going to say to her? <laughs> I know that you were really starstruck because you're never at a loss for words. You no, always know how to ask the question. I was at a complete loss of words. So I asked her whatever, right? Like, what was better this year than last year? How do you feel about the difference? Okay. She proceeds to tell me what she believed about it. And then she proceeds to tell me that she's had a headache for the past 15 days. 
Mm. Um, and yeah, like she just seen somebody about it and she's getting it fixed. Um, so after that, uh, she's like, okay, like, let's take a picture. And I, of course, I have my Polaroid camera. I'm like, let's take a picture. This is going on the wall in my house, like Arlen, me and Arlen. And my friend pulls out the camera and takes a picture and click, the flash goes off. And Arlen's like, ooh, I didn't realize there was going to be a flash. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No. I was like, oh, gosh, she said, yeah, that didn't help my headache. That's not helping my head. And I just seen her eyes, stars in her eyes, literally. I was like, great. This is a great way to make an impression on a woman that I want to get to know better. Mm. So... In that moment, I don't think I did the best at communicating the words I wanted to. I was like, you know what? This is means for a follow-up. This is means for me to reach back out to her, to check in on her health, to make sure that she's taking care of herself. And I think I say all that to say that Afrotech was a space where everyone was very much so accessible. They were just a step away. They were just a stone's throw away. If you go in knowing who people are, then you literally can approach them at any time when you see them because they are there. They're walking around. They are with you. They are amongst us. They are one of us. Same thing. I was talking to our good friend Emeka. Emeka know everybody. Talking to Emeka, all I see is a bunch of blue out my peripheral. I'm like, mm, I know that he will blue. I said, oh, I turn, DeRay. DeRay? DeRay. See DeRay. He's like, oh, yo, what's up, Meg? I'm sitting there like, bitch, be cool. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Don't let him know that you know that Beyonce follows him. Don't act crazy. Calm down. <laughs> and he's just like, he introduces himself to me. Hi, I'm Dre. Hi, I'm Frida. Nice to meet you. Casual. Not only are they right next to you, but they're kind. They're gracious. They're hospitable. They acknowledge the fact that I am only here because people like you believe in me. None of us are going to succeed without any of each other. Like, we as black people are not going to succeed if we don't support each other. We have to know each other's name. We have to be friends. And they don't want us all to be friends. But then when you get us all together at Afrotech, it's like, oh, wait. Are we, are we all homies? Can we all be homies? It's like, yeah, we can all be friends because we can all eat. And I'm eating steak after Afrotech, Okay. My net worth went up. Price went up. I went to Afrotech. My price went up. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got Afrotech experience. I'm more expensive. Hello. I'm about to put Afrotech on my resume. <laughs> Talk about it. You can't go to Afrotech and not be engaging. You know, it's, it's too good of an opportunity to meet folks, talk to people, to not be talking to people, to not be hearing people's stories. Because you just don't know who's out there and what they're working on. And it's some dope shit. For example, the pitch competition the different kinds of businesses that were presenting themselves. I'm just like, okay. How much you making that for in, in, in yearly revenue? Oh, okay. Okay, how much are you asking for? Oh, okay, we're talking big money. Oh. Big, big coins. Hey, man. Congratulations. It's a nice pitch. Thank you. Thank you. Remind me again how much you've done so far in sales. $854,000. Is that GMV or is that net to you guys? That's GMV. So we keep 20% of all of the sales that go through the marketplace. So this year is about 160 in the bank. We also have a concierge program that we rolled out three months ago where we make an additional 10% when we manage the design and build of the product. That's paid for by the customer. Since then, that 160 has actually bent a little bit. So this year we've put 
just over $200,000 in the bank with that uh, concierge program. $200,000 just with one program. I'm like, oh, okay, what I'm building is real cute. Divide $200,000 by 12. What is that? It's math. I don't do. Okay. <laughs> it means that they're making a lot of money monthly. They're bringing in actual dollars. I think what was so instrumental about attending the pitch competition is getting to hear firsthand what entrepreneurs, what businesses, what startups are doing to actually prove their traction, to actually prove, prove that they're making waves in their market. And then inversely, from the investor side, hearing what they're interested in learning from entrepreneurs. Right? We all have ideas. We all have things we want to activate on. Even me, I'm like, oh, SF Chronicle, I'm out here. Oh, experiences, I'm out here. But then I look at my revenue, I'm like, 200K? Mm, I'm not there yet. One thing I realized, though, is not a competition. It's not at all a competition. If anything, it's goals. If anything, it's perspective. For me, it's let me know, if you really want to be doing this, this is what you need to be doing. And this is how you prove yourself. And this is how you show what value you bring to the world. Hi, my name is Richard Bailey, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Groofit. Groofit is a community that provides all of the tools and resources needed to start, share, and complete your health and fitness journey. On the Groofit app, which is currently available for iOS, you can subscribe to certain topics such as diet, nutrition, and wellness, which allows you to connect with others who have similar interests. Now, you can also read articles and see photos and videos dedicated to that particular topic. Shout out to GroupFit, Rich Bailey, Chris Catant for coming second place for the Afrotech pitch competition. If nothing, for me, the lesson is a year ago when I met Chris Catant, he was still working for Apple. He was working for corporate. And then we saw him leave his job and we saw him work on the thing that he's passionate about, which is GroupFit. And then to see his co-founder up on the stage listing all of their traction, all of their numbers, how many people they've reached, and then asking for money to continue to grow. That was, yeah, for me, I'm like, anyone can do it, right? Like, anyone can do this. Anyone can follow their dreams, follow their passions, and ignite them like nobody's business. You can definitely leave your full-time job and invest in the things in the business that you dream of, but what's going to be really important is finding the people who invest in that dream with you, who are 100% with you in that idea. And that's something that we heard in the conversation from Everett Taylor about building a team and why that's so necessary for the process. Y'all see all this shit? This isn't just Morgan. This isn't just Morgan. Morgan's great, but this isn't just Morgan. She got a dope-ass team that helps her bring out this vision, right? You need to have the right people around you that's going to really help you build and help you scale at the end of the day. And that's what I really learned from my first company. As an individual who's in her 20-somethings, I'm incredibly impressed by the people who are in their early 30s, in their late 20s, that are not just on their first company, but moving into their second company. He had to start somewhere, right? He started somewhere, and he probably started in a corporate seat, just like the rest of us did. 
but he was itching and scratching to get out and do the things he was actually passionate about. And so if nothing else, if you are in one of those corporate seats right now, if you are holding one of those jobs, one of those titles, and you're not ready to take that step out of your job, make sure that the work that you're doing within that company aligns with what you want to do later when you do make that exit. Because those are the skills, those are the talents, those are the clients. That is the credit that you're going to take with you to show the world that you're well-versed in what you do. A lot of people that, that become entrepreneurs, they don't realize they have a portfolio already. You've developed expertise in your market, right? And you have proof of concept of your work. And now you can take that. They don't own that. They don't own you, right? So take your work and push that to other people and show them that you about to kill it for them the same way that you kill it for the people that you worked on in that, on that agency. But if you have a skill set, and I'm assuming that you have a particular skill set, use that skill set to then start consulting. Use these spaces to start grabbing clients. It's like, oh, you saw me speaking here? By the way, I consult on this because you over here trying to pick my brain, pay me, right? So, oh, go, you got another one? So a little context of this Everett conversation. Everett is dropping true gems, knowledge. And this one woman has asked the question in which he was initially um, responding to what you just heard. Um, however, in the midst of answering her question and responding, the woman on the microphone tap taps it one more time and goes, excuse me. While she had the mic in hand, she didn't say, I got another one. She said, I got a business. Hire me. You brought it up. I will say that I do consulting and I do speaking engagements for diversity and inclusion in the workplace. I am welcome to come speak to any of your companies at any time. I also sell merchandise, melanin.tech. So there we go. Y'all see that sweater? That's, that's dope. That's dope. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. Okay, who's the next question? Definitely shoot your shot from now until the end of the world. There's not a lot of conference settings where it would be not only appropriate, but like celebrated that oh, a person, let alone a black woman, is like, yeah, let me hype myself up. Let me put myself on in front of people that I don't know. But if there's any experience where you should put yourself on and let people know what the fuck you do, it's Afrotech. And... To hear the applause and celebration for her after she essentially took Everett's advice in real time. That's amazing. And that's the kind of community um, and camaraderie that was at Afrotech. And that's why I would definitely go. That's why I'm definitely going next year. What I'm looking forward to most next year, that is going to be in Oakland. Be in Oakland. Oakland is black. Black people come into Oakland. That makes more sense. So I'm looking forward to not having to travel far and get on the BART. And being in Oakland and having all these motherfucking black people in Oakland so they can meet other Oakland folks. I hope that Oakland also comes to Afrotech. There are a lot of incredible people that came from all over the country and the world. But I also want Oakland to be there, too. Because Oakland is a part of this tech movement. Oakland's right next to San Francisco. We need to bring the tech to Oakland, too. The tech is already in Oakland. Morgan, for her closing statement, said, Afrotech is becoming a homecoming. It's a homecoming of sorts to be around people who want similar things in life that you do. Like when you speak about that social currency, it's like it's a like-mindedness. And so in that way, 
yeah, Afrotech is becoming a ritual. And it's a way to stay in tune with the future. Like a very black, a very Afro-futuristic, like generational wealth, stability, community growth, longevity of our people, place. And it's accessible. I mean, ticket prices is high. But like if you're strategic about it, if you're working for one of those corporate spaces, create a pitch, have them send you. Shit, if you need if you if you're not at a corporate space, you're an independent artist. Cause independent artists, like graphic artists, should go too. Every single person who had a business at Afrotech needed a logo. So if you are an illustrator, you go to Afrotech, boom, fifty clients. You're making fifty logos. Boom, easy money. Five hundred dollars a logo, a thousand dollars a logo, I don't know. But like we all need to be there because it's an ecosystem. It's an ecosystem of like wealth. I'm looking forward to Afrotech 2019 because I'm looking to build my social wealth. I'm looking to expand the people that I know. What was great about this year is meeting people who traveled from Berlin, who came from L.A., who came from New York, who live in the Silicon Valley, who I just had never had the opportunity to meet before. So I'm looking forward to meeting you there. I want to see you there. If I see you nowhere else in real life, I want to see you at Afrotech 2019. I look forward to celebrating in Oakland, in my home, in a place that, at the beginning of this story, I was across the bridge. I won't be across the bridge from it anymore. I'll be right in the center of it. So to Blavity, to Afrotech, I look forward to building with you. I look forward to welcoming you once more. I look forward to welcoming you, the attendee, the person who's in that job right now, the entrepreneur, the creative, the person who is craving a space for you, for people who look like you. Welcome. Set your intentions early. It's right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. Here's to Afrotech 2019 and many more after that. Handing out booty rubs, are we? It's your two favorite hosts, Frida and Jenna on its look with all things hot from the Afrotech 2018 conference in San Francisco, California. While you're here, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at itslookwith.us. And if you haven't had enough after this episode, you can always find the rest of our episodes at itslookwith.us everywhere. Get there. 